Welcome to Let's Talk About Treks, an episodic review of today's visions of the future featuring Earl Grey and Jack Dorino. Hello everyone, welcome to our after show for Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 1. It's been an awesome season. Yes, it has. And it's been a long road getting here. Yeah. So what have we got going on this this episode? So we've got some uh, wrap-ups going on. We're going to go over the uh, poll results for last week. And then we have some stats to go over. So guys, ladies and gentlemen, and hymns and herms, get your toothpicks and prop them in your eyes because you're not going to fall asleep for this one. Why would they need the toothpicks then? To prop open their eyes because this is a lot of math. Oh, I don't know if I should recommend fast forwarding to the end. (laughs) Because I do so like the closing credits. Ooh, yes, that's a very handsome-voiced guy. We should figure out who that is and hire him. So, I know. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about what happened for the final polls of the season, though. We we had a, a few different polls for the final episode of Star Trek: Strange New World season one. Yeah. There were four. There were four. There were indeed. Cool. Let's start at the most inspirational quote from. The quality of mercy. Okay. Well, you, you decided that your Romulan commander's quote of "In a different reality, I could have called you friend." Yeah. And I proposed making pasta, mama. Just add eggs, parmesan, lightly sauté, and it transforms from leftovers to something new. And with 66% of the vote. The Romulan Commander's universal friend. Was the most inspirational quote from... Yay! The Quality of Mercy. Cool. I'm not sure if everybody understood. uh, I mean, I I got what you're talking about with your pasta mama, but... So then the next one was the funniest quote? Sure. The funniest quotes proposed were, uh, you know, Pike saying that if you're saying you're more willing to take risks than i am i don't disagree and let me remind you that you're saying that on my ship after yours has been destroyed yep and the other was when uh kirk asks kirk asks if he was interrupting and i'm just uh like he's talking talking to myself and once again my friend (laughs) we have a tie Uh uh-oh so we have a tie, both with 50%. We're all winners here. Yay! The backdoor pilots that were proposed mm-hmm. were both regarding Pike, and one followed Red Pike and one followed Young Yellow Pike. Mm, okay. And with 100% of the vote, uh, people on Twitter who voted on this poll would yeah. like to see the future, the, uh, would like to see the adventures of the future Red Pike white collar guy. Okay. Interesting. Is it? Did... Yes. Okay. The MVPs that were suggested were Red Pike and Spock for sacrificing himself. Oh, yes, you are correct. And it was uh, 50%. With 50% of the vote, Spike wins. 
for the most valuable crew member for the quality of mercy. And this is not over either. It's not? Apparently. There's another season coming. Oh, goody. Principal filming has been completed. Are we going to see Red Pike again? You know, I... I don't see any reason that we would need to see Red Pike again because now Pike has removed the need for Pike to come back and mm-hmm. to, to even exist. Like now he's changed Red Pike's past into something yeah. where Red Pike didn't happen. You know. Okay. Of all of the character arcs, which did you? Which do you think that you enjoyed the most? Character arcs. Yes. So you have. Uh, Himmer being in the shadows and then dying in the shadows. Yep. <laughs> and then you have Uhura a little uncertain. Not really, though. She was kind of confident from the beginning because what, mm-hmm. episode three was the Vabu Amba episode? Or was that number two? Children of the Comet was number two, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so she was, seemed very... Con- well, she expressed that she was discomfited but she showed confidence to me from the start yeah uh, i it enjoyed the arc of her d- deciding that she was going to stay that was good mm-hmm. Mike turning his tragedy into you know an imagined future triumph that was that was great yeah there was the mbenga arc yeah the, the mbenga and his daughter arc that more or less wrapped up that one was interesting it uh certainly took a left turn at the end there which the rukia one yeah i can't say that i was that surprised mm-hmm. that we ended up doing something drastic to remove her from the ship yeah quickly and, and i think star trek has always struck they always want to introduce you know the a main character having family on the ship yes but then they struggle with what do you do with that child on the ship when they really do so i i feel like they had trouble with wesley yeah um, i think that there was a lot of opportunity and mm-hmm. triumph and also issues with jake sisko mm-hmm. well, and, and i think that don't forget alexander uh why not because <laughs> they did the producers yeah Worf clearly forgot Alexander I don't see why I should send him away to boarding school I feel like the second iteration was Samantha Wildman but the first mm-hmm. attempt was Kess aha uh-huh. I never thought about it that way for Kess yeah I feel like if they hadn't tried to change Kess's character into this like omnipotent wild ass being then <laughs> you know then the relationship between then she would have been basically child like she should have been child like because she was you know like yeah she was no competent she was young so like well i mean apparently before the show neelix really helped her to grow up really quickly in a certain way it would have been neat to see like a like a seven seven and cast relationship that was similar to a seven and wildman relationship yeah well we got a seven and each have relationship this is true this is true what uh what show are we talking about today oh yeah we're talking about strange new worlds and you know uh, one perspective that kind of occurs to me too is that technically uhura and the other cadets are 
at that border where they're crossing into adulthood by being cadets. Sure. Sure, they're deciding where they want to be in life. I, I kind of enjoyed Uhura's arc. I guess you already brought that up. You know, and her, you know, seeing how she actually decided to stay on and keep continue on with her Starfleet cha- training. I thought it was kind of interesting that, uh, I mean, it turns out that she wrestled with entering into Starfleet in the first place. And I just thought of something. What if that mirrors Michelle, Michelle Nichols? Correct. Yeah, that, so this is what I was thinking when that happened. I was thinking that if that was mirroring Dr. King's imploring Michelle Nichols to stay on Star Trek and remain yeah. that example. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of cool. So, uh, we did some tallying. And it looks like, overall, we had one outstanding for best line. But if you remember, we switched from doing just one best line to doing a funny and inspirational yeah we split best into funny and inspirational uh, so i but, think we had like three best lines and then seven of each of the others uh that could be true i would i guess i could total them up and see what we come up with but uh um of the prior to the switch ortegas had the best line the most best line okay <laughs> Uh, two. Two out of the three. Two out of the, uh, it looks like, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six. Oh, we did six with just with best line? There, somehow we ended up with six that had best line, yeah. Huh, interesting, okay. And then, uh, going on to funniest and inspirational, the funniest, the two funniest characters on the show apparently are... Uh-huh, very curious. Several things. Pike and Omega, uh, each with two. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, they do. They do tend to have the corniest lines and the most forceful lines. Yes. Interesting. Spock had one, so I mean, he's not all Vulcan, I guess. Uh, which one? Funniest or? Yeah, he had scored one under funniest. Huh. So I mean, he's he's not. Was it? I, I'm curious as to what that line was, and I wonder if it was T'Pring that said it. That's a good question. Because I think it may have been... I know how it works. I think it might have been... Humans, humans are, almost, are as almost as easy, as easy to, to tease, tease as, as Vulcans. Yes, I either one. You could... I could... Yes, either way. <laughs> so then, moving on to inspirational, it looks like we have a tie... Five-way tie. Ironically, they all just got one. No, oh, okay. we ended up with two or three. All right. In no particular order, our most inspirational officers are Hemmer. But that's wrong. Uhura. That's what Hemmer's purpose was. Una. Chris, it's actually in your file. La'an. You're fun. And Mbenga. Frankly, I don't understand what's happening. Now I'm guessing huh. that the Una and La'an are the same we... line. That's it. So wait. So hold on. Yeah. So there's no Pike in there. Hi. Nope. Pike had no <laughs> Pike has no presence among those of the most inspirational of the show. My world is called Earth. Uh that's correct according that's to That's interesting. That's super interesting. Point. Yeah, because he did he had like a doom and gloom across his whole like essence for the whole for the whole season. Oh, maybe we'll see some character growth. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what we 
we're I think that's what I was feeling happening in that final episode mm. was let me shake off these chains that Discovery <laughs> put on me and like you know play some jazz and you know keep it cool and be excited to be out in space among the stars yep. and do some stuff for 10 years and then save a bunch of lives and then we'll see what yep. happens after and as a matter of fact <laughs> the one with the worst line the most th- with a count of three it's is like, like uh, oh that's interesting how that worked out that's although super interesting. our you're in my dynamics for what qualifies for the worst line vary because I tend yeah. to think that the dad jokes are funny and you tend to think that they're worst. This is fair. <laughs> so a needle overall... pulling thread. Hmm? You said Oh <laughs> so a needle pulling thread. <laughs> stop you. No, you stop. <laughs> So who would you guess? I need a pulling thread. <laughs> the MVP. The, the MVP the for the season. Yeah. Is is there just one who actually has the most? There is actually there's not. How many have the top spot? How many share the top spot? Three. Okay. Would you guess MVP? So three. so Chapel is one of them. Nope. Oh no! I'm very surprised. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Okay. Chapel only got one MVP vote through the whole season. Huh. And she only got one other vote when we were doing just best and worst instead of funniest and inspirational. I would count it probably as a funniest because I think it's the one where she says, do you know how many people ran have run? Okay. That was season uh, episode one. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. So... A needle pulling thread. I'm, I'm sorry. Chapel is has not qualified as the highest of the. So three. there are three MVPs. Okay, so P- uh, Pike is one. Yes. And La Uhura is one. No. Yes. La. Which one? Uhura. Uhura. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I'm gonna go with Spock. No. Oh. Spock got one vote for MVP through the whole season. Ike, Uhura, and not Ortega's, obviously. Yes! It's Ortega's? Yes! I was just about to say Ortega's didn't get enough screen (laughs) stuff. Well, we both really liked the first time that she had to do maneuvering and stuff. We tried to avoid getting shot at. Oh, I remember that move that made me fall in love with her with that. I don't know what it was where, like, they zoomed in on her fingers on the panel. And I was like, what is she doing? (laughs) Because it was, like, all three fingers sliding at different speeds. And I'm like, wait, is she doing axes, like, in her head? On a gym, like a spherical, whatever. That was incredible. Evasive maneuvers, that was the phrase I was looking for. I'm glad you got there. Yes, thank you. Now, there's another interesting stat coming from these numbers. And now, another interesting stat coming from these numbers. <laughs> Interestingly enough. Yes, please tell me. I'm, all, I'm on the edge of my seat. There are... Uh, several people that did not get a worst line. 
but there was nobody that didn't get at least one vote for best, funniest, or inspirational. It's kind of grouping them together because we changed. So everyone's pretty well-rounded is what you're saying. Yeah. But uh, as far as the people that didn't get a worst line, those were in no particular order. Una. That's one of them. Yes. Wait, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ortegas. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, ooh, um, uh, this is so hard. Uh, there were six of them. Ooh. Wait, they didn't get a worse line? Yes. Oh. Wait, how many got a worse line? I thought you said there were three. Well, Pike got it three of them uh, uh-huh. then uh, four five six yeah there was a total of three people that got worse line but oh uh, uh, I see yeah who, who, who are the three that, that who is who got the hmm. who got the worst lines yes that's the three question. of them were pikes uh-huh. one was hammer uh-huh one was Laon. right right so Pike had the most worst lines yes Okay, thank you. That's that. I I thought I already covered that. We may have. I don't know where we were. What are we talking about now? <laughs> Frankly, I don't understand what's happening. Why? Why are we bringing it up? Again? And then, interesting enough, there's also uh-huh. only excluding other, because that could just be anybody. There was only three crew members that didn't get an MVP. Okay. Those were. Well, Tapring is not exactly a crew member, but Tapring. Oh, okay. Una and Mbenga. Okay. I mean, there's no real phenomenal, like, doctor centric episode. Mbenga didn't get MVP for Elysian Kingdom? Apparently not. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> but okay. Oh, I, I bet Hammer must have gotten it for that. Yeah, I think that. Uh. Yeah. Always give it to the white guys. No. Wait, what? What would Hammer have gotten it for? In Elysian Kingdom. Oh, because he did the wizarding stuff. Yeah. And he... The magic of science prevails. Yeah. And so forth. Well, light blue, I guess. Not right. Light blue. Are yeah. they? Are they gray? Is like Nabari? Are Nabari part and Dorian? Well, I would say that they're like a bleached Andor, a uh, blue, because they are Andorian. That sounds like white. Well. Oh, I, I'm sure they have blue blood, right? Do Andorians have blue blood? Don't they? Wouldn't they have to to have blue skin? No. Huh? Do Vulcans have green green skin? Yes. Well, they have a slightly greenish tint skin, but. Yes. Do we have a slightly reddish tint skin? Yes. Yeah, but when the regular Andorians... <laughs> Why yeah, but? Why can't you just be like, yeah, I mean, it's oh, not... okay, I see. Oh, you yeah, I guess they would have blue Definitely say that they have green skin or blue skin, you know. But I'm that's sure... where it comes from. Skin is clear. And then, like, all the stuff in it, underneath it. Makes yeah. Color. Um. I mean, maybe. I I don't think that the chemical that 
colors Vulcan skin is green. Uh -huh. and it's just their blood. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to tell that Spock is. But they are green. The Spock is green. <laughs> so if no, like if you look at the original old those old scientists era, mm -hmm. Spock is greenish. Yeah, he has a greenish hue to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah like because and then like uh, uh, Solar is sort of olive. Okay. I mean, Tuvok's skin is brown. I don't know how that would be green. I don't know how you would be green. I'm not green. I'm brown. Anyway, our hosts have some stats, too. Tell our hosts come in here so we can tell them all about their stats. <laughs> we have some stats. Oh, we uh, have stats, too? What about the ho-ho-ho? We're talking about some hoes. We're going to get some hoes up in here. And those <laughs> Did I say hose? I didn't. You said hose. The hose. Oh, okay. What's happening? Yeah. Frankly, I don't understand what's happening. Sorry about that. We I... can go over the stats that we got and our winningest totals. Winningest? Words, did you say winningest? Winningest. Yes, that's a word. Okay. All right. That's all right. For best line, Earl yes. won with four. Who's Earl? You are you talking about yourself in the third yes. person? Yes. Okay, that's comfortable. Right. <laughs> For funniest line, it was a tie. For inspirational, it was also a tie. Uh -huh. For worst line, uh, Earl, Earl lost wins. with six. What did you say Earl lost with six? Well, it's the worst line. Wait, wait, you said... Okay. So I got six of the worst lines. The most and worst lines? The most worst lines, yes. That's... That's a loss. That's, no, that's a win. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep going. It sounds like you're going. Sounds like you're winning this season. But please continue. So you've got four points. I've got two points so far for the season. It sounds like roundabout thereabouts. But please continue. Were there more things? Yes, there are. Earl got the most uh, MVP. Earl, who's with oh, eight. oh you. Okay. Yes, I got yes. the most MVPs with eight. All right. Cool. So. However, people really liked your suggestions for the backdoor pilot. Oh. Okay. You got five and I got four. Five and four is nine. Yes. We're missing a backdoor pilot somewhere. Uh we're not really missing them. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. They're not here. They're not we don't you know, they're not with us. It, okay. No one's missing anything. So the grand totals were you, uh, Jack, got sixteen and I got twenty nine total votes. Wow, you won the whole season. Congratulations, sir on your winning this season of Strange New Worlds. I, your 1 to 350 scale Starship Enterprise from this series will be arriving in the mail shortly. Wait, what? Seriously? It's It's got uh, lights and sounds. Oh my and, god. Uh, it's on a small pedestal with a wooden block and a small really? placard that says Earl Grey. No, not really. Oh. I would love to put that. I mean, I could put it as my. Uh... I've seen these one to three fifty scale models of that mm -hmm. uh, of the Enterprise that have been going around the internet recently, and oh. insanely jealous. Uh huh. Now one to three fifty scale, would that that would be pretty big, wouldn't it? Yes, it's pretty big. So uh, a, a USS Discovery that's one to twenty five hundred scale is about the size of my hand. That's okay. Twenty five hundred. So this enterprise would probably need to be at least a foot long. Okay. I would imagine. 
So about the size of the actual um the actual Starship Enterprise, yes. Well the 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 plastic models that you could buy in a hobby store from AMD or whoever they are. AMD. AMT? Ertl. Model making company. Polar polar lights. Oh, okay. Uh, I think. I'm not really sure. What was that? Oh, I, I touched something. I touched the, the microphone. Mm. Now, just I found each, each every every episode we rated them. We did. We gave them a number. Did we do it? Every, okay. Yes. What's yes? Okay. And we each have our own personal top ten. We have. There's only ten episodes. Yeah. Whoops. Still. We have our own preferred order for our favorite or our least favorite for our most favorite. How about we have we talk about what our least favorite episodes apparently are and what our most favorite episodes are. Okay. And then what our like average or something is. Okay. Can we do that. Sure. Hey Mortimer, hey Mortimer, mathematician, could you ask Earl Grey to come back in? <laughs> uh, hold on a second. So yeah, Jack, your favoriteest episode was episode. My favoriteest. Yes. It was what now? Episode six. Not Spockamuck. It was the one. It was the really the the let the other uh, let the fall the let the tragedy, sorrow the kids lift us where sorrow suffering, cannot reach. Uh, yep. Ah, good memory on you, Jack Dorino. Since we're talking about ourselves in third person, today, <laughs> uh, wait, see. that was my that was my top rated episode. Or my oh, I'm sorry, that episode. was your least favorite episode. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I was like, wait, wait, wait this is confusing. Yeah, that makes sense. Was yeah. it okay. with a score of six thousand four hundred eight point uh, two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that episode may be very uncomfortable. It's really not the fault of the writers. Uh, like, in retrospect, I've realized it's not really the fault of the writers or the directors or the actors. It was really a, a failing of me because the episode made me uncomfortable. So mm -hmm. it really should have been rated, like, if I were rating, if I were doing another, like, rating show of it, I would probably rate it higher because it evoked so much emotion in me to the point where I was, like, vindictive with my score. <laughs> okay. So, well, I mean, one of the things we have to acknowledge is that we are, neither of us are uh, professional uh, critics. We are going off of our own instinct. <laughs> Basic instinct. <laughs> Just for SNG, your middle two episodes were episode eight and episode two. Children of the Comet was a middle episode for me? Yeah. Wow. It was actually above number eight. Episode episode eight was the Elysian Kingdom, right? Episode, yes, it was. It's very interesting. So that, that makes sense for me with Strange New Worlds because like that hits, I think, how what Strange New Worlds is in my head, both of them do, because they both have like this element of like extreme fantasy. 
you know like yeah <laughs> the whole like the the shepherds and their big old ships and the comet and the questions about what in the world like what was what was pla- what was preordained what what does preordained mean yada 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 mm-hmm. and and of course the we slip off from reality into fantasy but fantasy is also kind of a little bit of reality like the blending yeah. that makes sense like that's about middle of the road for for uh what i want star trek to be mm. i like that they those two episodes sit right there what, what was my favorite episode i wonder since it wasn't children of it must have been can you the get last it? episode yes yeah to time travel is going to do it for me anytime Quality of mercy. Although you did really struggle with uh, remembering when everything was taking place. I did. Yeah, it took me... I probably still could watch it a couple more times and, you know, uh, find another nuance that isn't set in stone in my head. Okay. Yeah. As far as all those numbers that you gave... Yes. Your actual... Median rating was eight thousand five hundred and forty-one point. Mm-hmm. So I gave I gave Star Trek: Strange New Worlds a B, is what you're saying. A uh, solid B, a very solid B. Yeah, sure. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Your your range in scores went uh, was uh, only three thousand five hundred and fifty-three point eight. This also makes sense. Okay. The Strange New Worlds is like a a, a pr- prodigy child. You know, like it, it sort of like comes mostly formed based on the shoulders of some stuff that came before it, mm-hmm. and like came recently and like came recently enough before it that they actually have some, you know, live feed, you know, quote unquote live as live as it can be feedback yeah. to construct something new that's gonna better hit those points that we want them to hit. Mm. Keep that same energy, Star Trek. Yeah, or maybe you can work it up into an A. So I felt a little bit differently about some of these episodes. I recall. My worst episode was episode three, Ghost of Illyria. Hmm. I can't really remember what I didn't like about that one. I thought the plasmanoids were kind of neat. I do recall discussion about them. Yeah. I think maybe the fact that uh, there was so much being talked about about how they didn't like uh you know the federation didn't like oh the genetic uh research yes i remember there was a there was a whole section of the show that i cut out (laughs) (laughs) because i felt like you kept wanting to discuss how advances made by nazi scientists were important and you know, were were buried, and that was a parallel to what was happening to the genetic research in the Federation. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't okay with including that in the episode. It mm-hmm. seemed to be framed to be uh, praising the work of the Nazis, which is, I guess, fine, but not here, sir. <laughs> yeah, and I was unfam- not as familiar with current events at the time as you were and i apologize for my insensitivity it's um, yeah it's all good all right my middle two episodes were actually back to back episode seven the serene squall okay. and episode eight the elysian kingdom sure all right and 
drumroll, please. My, I bet you you can guess. We actually agreed on the best episode of the season. Oh, really? We both were. Oh, yeah. Well, you gave that a 10 something. Yes. Which I thought sort of throws off this whole scale, but okay. <laughs> well, what? I mean, you've got to rate it 1 to 10, don't you? Well, I kind of thought that we were sticking with four digits, but I went with it because we hadn't really discussed it. I think that it was followed a, it followed a start date format with a Quatlu uh, yeah. suffix. Yep. But then you went off script, and I said, "Well, we I guess we didn't we didn't share the script with one another, so <laughs> how could I complain?" Well, I mean, you can have something that breaks. I mean, you got to have an, something that goes up to eleven. These go to eleven. <laughs> you really made me find that clip and put that in the episode. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so what are you over, looking forward to for next season of Strange New Worlds? A storyline called Hammer Reborn, like DC Comics likes to do with Flash and Green Lantern. Okay. <laughs> what would be the value in that? Uh, we don't have to lose an interesting good character. Okay. We don't have to reintroduce ourselves to a new character. Okay. We don't have to fall in the footsteps of... Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation having a new engineer every single episode in the first but season. But what if, what if Bruce Horak came back and played a different character next season? His twin brother? Uh, no, like a totally different character. What if he did that? Like a totally different character. I suppose he could do that, but I mean... That's what they did on Discovery. Yeah. Like, like they people just changed to different people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Maybe he was going through a, a similar thing as um, what's her name? It's I sure no yeah it wasn't that important. Oh okay sorry. So my median scores were eight thousand three hundred ninety okay. a little bit lower than yours. Slightly lower B plus yes. And uh, my range was nine thousand three two hundred and thirty two point seven. Yeah, yes, you had a, a large, you had a wild oscillation in your yeah. scores. Should we do a countdown, like from a uh, late night show, of our combined best or worst to best episodes? Uh, average them out. Oh. Uh... I could even uh, try and do a funny voice like my impression of Zap Brian again. Oh my gosh. I um, probably can't. I get too I, Okay. Let's say we're going worst like to you're best. In pain. It's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just scared. Worst to best. I'm not, yes. not, not scared, but ter like terrified. I mean, <laughs> hard, hard. like, you know, yes, please. I'll, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Number 10. It's episode three. Uh, Ghost of Illyria. Number nine is episode six. Uh, lift us, lift where, us suffering where suffering cannot, cannot reach. reach. Number eight is episode five. Spockamuck. Just pulling these titles off the top of my head. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> number, ep 
the seventh most popular episode for us is episode two. Children of the Comet. Corn. Yes. Oh, Comet. Rotat and Rotat. Oh. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Our best episode is episode our sixth rated episode. Yes. Episode seven. The Serene Squall. Yes, sir. Okay. Number five, the middlemost episode. Uh, well, is episode one. There's, it's an even number, so. Well, true. Okay. <clears throat> Strange New Worlds. We are now, yes. And in the, we are, hold tight, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the top four. There are, we're coming, we're coming down to the home stretch. I'm very curious about what's, what our favorite episode okay please continue okay episode eight was our number four episode the elysian kingdom yes episode four was that was third place wait oh episode four okay so i don't uh what is it uh i don't have it it's out of my head uh memento mori ah yes the memorial day episode yes oh gosh number nine was our second place episode and hey what was number nine <laughs> i forgot sorry so much anxiety what title was of number nine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so anxious. all those who wander all those who want oh okay yes there was a lot of change and that was it was almost that was like a season finale i remember i felt like i had watched the season finale mm-hmm. when i watched that episode and then there was an end cap to just be like, by the way, let's get this Pike stuff out of the way also. <laughs> the Gorn are Xenomorphs. And our collective number one episode is A Quality of Mercy. Yes. I think we gave away the, the, the bag. <laughs> we gave away the bag. Oh. The lead. The early. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Drop the lead. I don't know. Well, that was that was fun. Yes. I think that Art. this is my uh, new favorite series of Star Trek only because it's able to be presented so well. Mm. If, I feel like if Deep Space Nine could be presented with this much fidelity on my television <laughs> and in this size, like presented in this format, I think that it would still be my favorite show. And it really is my favorite show, like in totality. But it's this this strange new world is definitely my title. so what, what what you're really pleading with uh cbs is can you please upscale deep space nine yes <laughs> <laughs> this is what i'm doing all of this for this is what i'm throwing all of my money at you for is i really just want that ds9 upscale <laughs> so our total score for the entire se- season was yeah. 155,358.5. Hold on. Can you give me a... Can you give me a... Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you give me a... Can you say it different? Sure. You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Mm. How many digits are there before the decimal? Six. Okay. Example. 328,
Our total range was nine thousand two thirty-two. That's on you. Entirely on you. <laughs> Our mean was we're not that mean. <laughs> our middle episode, our, our middle mm-hmm. range mm-hmm. was 7,767.93. Are we, I'm not, we aren't putting bell graphs on the feed, are we? I, I mean, we no. Okay. I, I did not calculate that. Okay, but that's good. First stat nerds, if you would like, uh, <sighs> and you request it, join our Patreon and we will consider making one for you. We'll have gra- graphs. Join our Patreon and we're okay, so we're extorting Patreon subscribers for graphs. We will graph the results we just gave you if you join our Patreon. We have TI-81s and we will use them. <laughs> we gotta know that people want the information. Do you want the information? Oh, I mean, apparently you did want it because you got it. Yeah, I mean, I have more if you'd like to hear it all. But... Oh, yes. Join our Patreon <laughs> and you can get all of the stats and data about our first season of Strange New Worlds reviews here on Let's Talk About Treks. Yes. Any difficulties with this graphs and forms are the fault of well, the um... directory now. Yes, there was some difficulty. Um, difficulty? Yes. Uh, we had some inconsistencies between uh, what Jack heard me say and what I wrote down in my notes for my scores. But I, in the end, uh, under my encouragement. I'm so <laughs> deleting this. Like, well, I don't even know. Did you think you were going to sneak it in? You just thought you were gonna badmouth me on cam on mic, and then like I was just gonna put it in the episode. <laughs> try though. <laughs> well, you asked about difficulties. I asked about difficulties. Yeah, you said were there any no. dis- difficulties in coming up with these? Stats? Oh, you brought it up. No. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> okay. Well. Uh... What do you think would be a good backdoor pilot overall for the if you consider take the whole season into consideration? Um, I did any results surprise you? No. It surprised. Remind me of what my favorite episode was. Apparently, the quality <laughs> of mercy. I I think it's a. Yes, your favoriteest episode was episode six. Well, I'm cur- oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm curious. Me. I'm curious without that episode, what my favorite episode would have been, because I feel like that episode was like a like a rim shot, like it was okay. like a it was like a three point from across the court, because well, the season was over. Like I felt like I watched the season finale, and then out came this this ball from out of nowhere and like just sailed to the net, and I'm like, what? Hold on. <laughs> Well, your number nine favorite episode was episode five, Spock Amok. 
this makes sense to me. This makes more far more sense to me because I do so like hijinks. Okay. My second favorite episode was episode nine. The one that we both agreed, all those who wander, was the actual true finale. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting that they they had the it was like it's almost like it's almost like when you have you know, like when they have seasons of Doctor Who, right? Mm-hmm. Where they have like the whole season and then the season basically ends and then you get like a Christmas special oh, and a New right, Year's special yeah. and those affect what happens in the next season. So okay. it's kinda like episode ten was like the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. They could have waited till Christmas and dropped it on us too. That would have been interesting. <laughs> Pick up the Doctor Who format. Yeah, I mean, we could use a Christmas, a little Christmas gift. Doctor Who always gives me one. Aww. <laughs> I think the last one I saw was... Oh, uh... Star Trek. <laughs> Let me get 13 episodes during December. I think it was The Wife of the Doctor. Or is it eight? Um, The last episode with, so far, with... River Song. Alex King's, yeah. Yes, River Song. Uh-huh. That tells you how far behind I am on... It's very... Watching. Doctor Who. Four, like three or four doctors behind, perhaps. Yeah. Good for you for spreading your time lording around. <laughs> yeah. Instead of doing it all in one chunk and having nothing left to do. Yeah. Such as we've done with this episode, I think we've beaten this season to death. I don't think there's any more juice we can squeeze out of this season. Oh well, in that case. Everybody... Have you some more squeezing to do? That you can squeeze from this beautifully juicy season you're beautifully juicy okay (laughs) um in that case everybody stay positive dream big and you'll hear from us again soon support the continued making of this show through patreon.com let's talk about treks is a production of anodyne relay supported by the star trek fan community of listeners like you we review the copyrighted works of paramount cbs's star trek team of whom no copyright infringement is intended you can reach us via email at email at let's talk about treks.com you can leave us a message at area code 202-804-6312 our producer is david moody and our writers jack and earl are on twitter as at treks talkers and would greatly appreciate the obligatory like and subscribe from wherever you're listening now we record on Lenovo computers with Zoom, mix with NCH Mixpad, and master with Kakos Reaper. Our intro, outro, and interstitial musics feature samples from Awakening by Waterboy from Pixabay.